The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. going on everybody happy monday to you all i am nick joined by my producer chrissy chrissy how you doing good how are you i'm great chrissy is not even in studio she is <laughs> still getting that d <laughs> up here in the montana i'm so such a good boss I'm just, you are the best. No, you are. You're the best. Go yes. get that D. You know, we support. <laughs> who, who, who would I be here on this host of a show advocating for dating and, and looking for love and, and, and <laughs> say no to you getting D? Yeah, right. I mean, we can that, make it work. It's, a, it's definitely one of the perks of the job. So uh, we have a great episode for you today. Yeah. A lot of great callers. Um, you'll be excited. Polls are still open for uh, voting for the Vile Files for uh, the People's Choice Award. People. I mean, listen, I, it means a lot that we were nominated. Uh, I can't thank you guys enough. It's a, like I'm proud of all our shows, the Ask Nicks and you know, the recaps, our, our interviews. But I feel like our Ask Nick episode yeah. is the ones that really are the passionate ones. And so hopefully you guys take the, quite honestly, like 10 seconds it takes to vote. You know, yeah. There's a link in the description bio, a link on our website, or my Instagram, our website. Um, check us out. It means the world. If, and you guys can vote every day. And, uh, 25 times a day. Um, you can what? You well, can yeah. You can vote 25 but like, times a day. I mean, you can just give us all 25 votes. You just yeah. slide it to the right. and it takes. You, you can vote 25 times in 10 seconds. It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> so I, I'm sorry for begging. I know it's not very becoming, but like, whatever. <laughs> Thanks. But I'm just going to beg. I'm just really proud of this podcast, you know, and and to have your audience vote for you is a really meaningful thing. And and uh to win that would be an incredible. It would make me feel really good if I'm being honest. So. <laughs> and oh, and again, it's not even it's not about me, it's about you the people. I don't want to go back on on that, so. Anyhow, don't forget to send in your <laughs> questions at asknickcastmedia.com, cast with a k. Uh, certainly need those callers, and we got some great ones today. Thanks so much for the people who do call in. Remember, you can be totally anonymous. Uh, no one will ever find out that uh, you uh, are turned on by a strap-on, which is in our episode today. And quite frankly, <laughs> I think it's totally fine. Totally so, fine. Uh, let's get to it. And uh, without further ado, our callers. Question time with Nick. Let's ask Nick your sexy questions. How's it going? Going pretty good. How are you? Good. What's your name? Uh, I am Kelly, 35. Hi, Kelly. How can I help? Yeah, so I'm just going to dive right in. Um, okay, so I had emailed you regarding a question um, 
regarding my sex life, basically. Um, okay, so until I was about 32, no one had ever gotten me off before. Okay. Um, it's always been an issue. Mentally, I just can't get there. Um, but basically, right around the time I was 32 or so, I had a partner who was a lot more open. Um, and so every time that we had sex, we used a strap on. Um, and basically the only time that I could really get there is by visually watching her give me oral sex on my dildo basically is what I'm trying to say. So my question for you is so moving- just so she, so she, <laughs> sorry for she's get, she's performing oral sex on the, on the dildo yeah. while you're That's wearing right. the strap on. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Just wanted to paint that picture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, for whatever reason, it just, it does the trick. Uh, mm-hmm. But moving forward, because not every woman I'm with necessarily wants that. So I guess I'm wondering how to broach that subject is like, hey, so if you want to get me off, like, this is what you're going to wanted you i don't know do you know what i mean so how would you go about broaching that subject oh well i mean i think one of those things it's just one of those things you just probably have to take it slow and feel it out you know as you are recognizing um your your taste or your preference this thing that works for you is unique and specific right um and not it might not be for everyone, right? Like, but there's a lot of people as we are, uh, as, as, as people in society are talking more about sex and more open to sex. Uh, sometimes the only difference between people is, um, the people who are open to talking about it and admitting they have a bit of a freak flag and people who aren't wet, ready to talk about it yet. Right. Sure. So there's a little bit of that, but this is very specific. I think it's one of those things as you're dating, my guess is since this 32 year old episode or when you're like, there are people who are more sex positive, more comfortable with expanding their comfort zones than others. And I'm sure as you even start dating early in the dating situation, you can sometimes tell people who are a little bit more, you know, freaky, (laughs) freaky or buttoned up, you know, a little bit more conservative with their sex life. And so I think it's just kind of a gauge, right? I don't think you have to bring this up. You know, a lot of times we get these callers where they have this insecurity about something that they want to address, right? That they're afraid they're going to be judged, you know, whatever it is. It might be a sexual preference. It might be a, a physical limitation on their, or it might be a, a, a family situation. You know, it's like everyone wants to like, how do I get it out as much as possible so I know that I'm accepted, right? And I just want to like get it out there because I don't want to waste my time. But I think it's always, you always want to take some time. You know, you can get a lot of information from the people you're on dates with that can kind of make you believe, you can get a gauge on where, how they might accept or not accept this thing. Does that make sense? Yes. You're not going to bet a thousand. There might be times where you're like, wow, I really <laughs> thought she'd be into it. You know, <laughs> guess I was wrong. And then someone might surprise you. Maybe you're dating someone who's like, I really like them, but oh, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to be into this. And then you tell them, they're like, oh my God, I'm so into this, right? You just never know. But 
at the same time, I do think you can kind of sense it, right? You can kind of sense, um, and maybe it's something if you don't do the first time you hook up, right? You kind of see where things go. If, if, if it's all very missionary and all very vanilla, you know, and they're just not in, open to going there, you know, usually like yeah. d- with any, any sexual situation, right? When you date someone, you know, the first time you have sex, you, you know, if you're dating someone for a while, whether it's a hookup friend or you're dating them for a while, those are progression there. And let's say you've been dating someone for a while, your boyfriend and girlfriend and, and, and you're both have a bit of a, a freak flag. You have done some things. You've said some things to each other. There's a comfort level. And then that relationship ends. You break up, right? You're not going to do all the same. You shouldn't assume that your next part sexual partner right off the bat is going to be into all those things. So you take it slow. You try it out. You get to know them. This is just in that repertoire. So, you know, I mean, you might be surprised how many people might. I mean, I have. I, I just think a lot of people, especially as long as it's there's no like risk of harm, right? Mm-hmm. Most people are willing to try anything once. <laughs> do, I mean, no. I mean, when it comes to sex, you know, as long as everyone feels safe, it's like, I don't know. Let's give it a shot. <laughs> Have you been turned down since presenting it? No, because it was only with that one person since then and took a little bit of a break after a failed relationship so i have been not really doing that and then covid kind of came along and kind of squashed that for me but um i mean being with women as i'm sure you know it's usually they don't go zero to 60 so it is kind of a slow progression so i think that i don't know would it be would you bring it, would you wait until like you start, sorry, until you start talking about like bedroom stuff? Uh, I, yeah, right? I definitely would not bring it <laughs> yeah, up okay. before you know you're going to hook up. Like this is not a first date conversation. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Like you have this unique thing, but no one, I mean, I'm some, sure some people do, but I don't think most people and I certainly don't any like particular thing I've tried in past sexual experiences that were like maybe considered exploratory that we both liked. It's the first days we're like, so listen, just so you know, I like it when someone does this to me. Like, I don't even know if I'm going to hook up with this person. It's a bit presumptuous, right? Right. Um, So I don't think, I think for you, if you're on a date with someone, normal date, put this out of your mind. Don't obsess over this, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Get to know this person you might want to go on it. Go on a second date with and then see if you want a second date and then maybe if you're physically attracted to this person and then the feelings are mutual You might oh, We might hook up tonight and then you hook up and you do your thing You don't bring up this very specific thing and then you know try it out I mean this is the only thing you like I mean if you like this you might you I'm sure you're into more Untraditional things like talking dirty or whatever, you, you know, right? Yeah, I'm down for whatever. You're down for whatever. A lot of people are down for whatever these days. You know, <laughs> they're just a little afraid of they're being judged. So make them feel comfortable, right? Um, and that's the big thing. But yes, I don't think you should. I think I don't think you should ever bring it up before you know sex is a thing in the relationship. And then sure. after it's a thing in the relationship, you're like, hey, I'm into it. 
And my guess is they'll probably give it a shot. And then they'll decide whether they're into it or not. Because like the okay. way I'm hearing it, it doesn't it's just like it's a unique thing. No, no, no one's unsafe in this situation. You're just incorporating toys in the bedroom like a lot right. of people do that. This is not, right. uh, you know, I don't think this is that crazy. I don't you know, I'm not that familiar with lesbian sex, so I, I don't know. But like all this is, is people incorporating <laughs> toys. Right. So like don't judge yourself too much. Uh, but don't feel like you need to pre-qualify. You, like there might, you're going to go on a lot of dates and not have sex with people. And certainly don't stop dating because you're afraid of being judged about something you like that you're afraid other people won't. You know, like that's that's true. Just go out there and date, and then when it's appropriate, deal with this situation. But only until after sex is part of the relationship. Weather, weather. Hey, I love a good fall. I love fall. Everyone loves I fall. Love We're it. in the midst of fall. I mean, the probably the one thing. It. One thing I, you know, I love California weather, but I also love the fall season. And sweaters are a great way to go about looking fall hot, baby. Fall hot. Having comfort, yeah. cozy, you know. And Jenny Jenny Kane is making sexy fall possible. Yes. The cozy sweaters that they offer. They also have more than just fantastic classic sweaters, which, by the way, incredibly soft. I wear it around my house all I the time. I love my sweater coat so much. I brought it with me here to Montana. Curated staples inspired by the natural effortless aesthetics of California living. You might already have a favorite cashmere sweater, but if it doesn't make you say, I'll never take it off, it is not Jenny Kane. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, I never want to take, I fight with myself when I go to bed and I have to take off my sweater. It's like, no, I don't want to take it off. That it's sweater like, does yeah, look excellent on you. Cozy sweaters for year round wear, ultra soft and lightweight with Jenny Kane. It also sweater weather pairs perfectly with weekends or work days or warm weather or cool weather. It's so, so. And they great. got stuff for your home. Stuff your home. It's uh, check it out. Jenny Kane is kicking ass and looking stylish and feeling cool. Make getting dressed the easiest part of your routine at JennyKane.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code V-I-A-L-L at checkout. That's J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Promo code V-I-A-L-L. Your home tells your story. We know this, homeowners. I mean, I am a homeowner now. And whether you are an art collector or... I am a craft collector or just a love of well-curated space. Article is here with pieces that help you showcase your personal style with designs crafted from solid woods, touchable textures, and a refined color palette. Article's latest collection makes it easy to curate space that feels uniquely like you. I, I've always loved my article couch. Um, it's very modern. It's stylish. It's incredibly comfortable. The best part about article, they make the shopping experience really great. Um, everything they have looks incredibly expensive. Yeah. And it's at a very affordable price. Yeah. It's the best of both worlds. Um, your, your friends, you come over, will be like, Oh my God, where did you get this? Is this like, can I afford this? You'd be like, of course you can. It's article. Yeah. And it's done well. It's like good. It's like durable. Fair prices to save up to 30% over traditional retail prices. Article is able to keep their prices low by cutting out the middleman and selling directly to you. 
No showrooms, no salespeople, no retail markups. Fast, affordable shipping is available across the U.S. and Canada and is free on orders of over $999. All in-stock items are delivered to in two weeks or less. 30-day return policy with simple returns and exchanges. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Go to article.com slash V-I-A-L-L and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash V-I-A-L-L to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. That makes sense, yeah. 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 I I don't know. This doesn't sound that crazy to me. Yeah. I mean, except for some women are very, like, there's still a lot of lesbians out there that are, like, anti-toy. Sure. So. Listen, I didn't say this is for everybody. I just don't think it's that (laughs) crazy. You know what I'm saying? There's just, like, Mm -hmm. there's a whole spectrum of people. doesn't matter your sexual orientation of people like more traditional things and people like to, you know, go outside of the box. And I've heard freakier things than, than this, you know. I mean, dildos and strap-ons have been talked about in, in, in sex for, you know, this is not like some new invention. It might not be talked about a lot. It might not be as common. But, like, I'm not sitting here being like, I can't believe you're into this. I don't know. Like, I, you know, I've never thought about it. But it's just like, okay, I guess. I don't know. So just be patient with yourself. And, and I'm sure someone, it's probably someone listening who's just like, actually, same. You know, give me your number. I don't know, but don't don't judge well, yourself. Send them my way. Don't, don't, send them my way. Don't <laughs> don't judge yourself too much, and don't stop dating because you're afraid that you're into something so. You know, there's a. I'm, I'm sure if everyone was super honest about their, um, the craziest thing they ever done in the bedroom, and like told that story, everyone. Won't, you know, everyone would be a little like afraid to tell it and some people more than others, but sometimes we it's just, just more so awkward is my thing. What do you it's mean? not that I think it's, I don't think it's freaky. I just think it's awkward to kind of be like, so since you're in that area, um, well, I don't know. I mean, listen, but, the thing about like sex and dirty talk, there's no middle ground, right? It either sounds super hot and sexy or incredibly weird and awkward. And the difference really is this kind of owning it, right? In the bedroom and timing and, and being comfortable with your partner and having kind of a mutual respect of like not judging the other person for like trying new things. You know, it's, it's, it's when, you, when you just talk it out loud, sex always sounds awkward. You know, if every guy or girl was like, and then he said this to me and they just kind of like <laughs> talk it just sounds fucking weird, right? So, yeah, it does. Yeah. So don't do that to yourself. You know, like you like it. Yeah. Own it. You know, own that freak flag. Plus, once you get to like, once you get to the point where you're in the bedroom with someone, they're gonna want to know how to get you off because it'll get yeah. them off to get you off. So it'll become less, more awkward of a conversation. So you just, would hope so. Just yeah. to clarify. You're one for one in people you have asked to do this and have them do it. Yes, but I will say that I haven't ever asked any because I didn't know. No, 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 I know, but you are, just to be clear, you're one for one. You're batting a thousand. It's pretty good. 
Small sample size, I know. I'm just saying, you know, even if you're batting 200, you know, if I told you two out of every 10 women you asked are going to be into it, would you be happy with those stats? I mean, it could be worse, right? Yeah, exactly, so. right? And my guess is the person who's not into that is the person you're just in general not going to be into. That, right? That's, yes. How that someone is, very... is in the bedroom and kind of their openness to try new things, if you're someone who's exploratory and adventurous and likes pushing the limits, that that, that type of personality shows itself in other aspects of their life and in relationships, yeah. right? Yeah. If they're buttoned up at work and in, in the daily life, they're buttoned up in bed. And that's fine. And if you like someone a little bit more straight-laced, totally fine. But like this lady in the sheets and a, a lady, well, freak in the sheets, lady in the streets, to a certain degree. But that, yeah, that may be to people he or she doesn't know at work and professional, but they're closest, the people they know the closest, they don't hide it. You know what I'm saying? That's who they are. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to date. Yeah, that's so, true. You know, like anyone I'm dating, like I don't want them to be this different person in the, in, in, during the day. Like, yeah, when they go to work, when they talk to my friends, when they go to house parties, yeah, you don't need to share that with everybody. <laughs> but I want to know her, right? And you will know mm -hmm. this person too. So I'm just saying I wouldn't stress out about the people who aren't into it. You're not going to be into other aspects about their personality. Yeah. I think it's part what weird what concerns me is because uh I feel like I basically I just have a lot of cock envy. So What's that? I feel like like I just envy men that okay. I mean like I and I <laughs> Does that make sense at all or not really? I mean, I get, I mean, I haven't heard that phrase, but sure. I, get, I mean, I get what you're trying to say. Yeah. But so why does that again, matter? I guess. I mean, because, I guess I, because I worry that it will like turn off the lady that I'm with. I don't that, like, know the answer to that. My, and my okay. guess is without knowing is it will some others. It won't again. You're one for one. Okay, that's valid, yeah. You know? So, like, yes, not not every, like, wh whoever you are, if you have kind of non-traditional, like, it doesn't even, maybe traditional preferences. Some people don't like traditional, boring missionary sex. Like, well, some people are like, I don't ever want to do that. And if some people like that, then that's not for them. You know? Everyone has different preferences. And matching personality traits and things outside of the bedroom are, are are no different than massing personality traits and interests inside the bedroom. So yeah, some people That's, won't like it. Some people will. You know, you're like you are you're uncomfortable with this thing that you have decided is non-traditional, and now you're judging yourself about it. And now, as a result, you're just afraid that no one will like it, and not even no one. Like you, you're. It's like you went from being worried that no one will like it to like, what if, what if one person doesn't like it, then you'll feel judged. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's true. A lot of half, half, I don't know. 80% won't like it. I don't know what that number is. Some people will. And so far you're one for one. So you're probably putting a lot of un, 
needed stress and judgment on yourself with very little information. And the only information you do have would actually tell you the opposite of what you're feeling. That's fair. Yeah. So just try, try not to stress out. Start dating. Go on dates without this being really on your radar to talk about because I'm sure there's a lot more to you than this sexual preference. And then if the relationship advances to the point where you guys are intimate, like maybe on the second, and then you start feeling comfortable with this person where sex becomes an ongoing thing, then maybe consider in introducing it. Until okay. then, I don't want to worry about it. Just got to chill out a little bit. I think so. I think chill out, chill, yeah. Chilling out is just the high level advice I would have, but you're okay. I think, I, think I, I can, I yeah. can do it. You can totally do it. Yeah. So I just need to just chill out and just wait until bedroom stuff starts happening before I broach it. That would, that would, that's what I would do. Okay. Yeah. I think I can do that. All right. Best of luck. All right. I appreciate your time. Uh, my, thanks for calling in. Thank you. Have All a good right. one. Take care. You too. Bye. Oh, get those balls silky smooth <laughs> for your balls. man. Because when you're going down on your guy and, and you're trying to make him satisfied because you're a giver, doesn't mean you have to pay the price going through the fucking garden in the forest. No. Have him no. clean that shit up. I mean, at least if you're going to... If you're going to like perform any type of pleasure for your man, you should at least have a clean playing field. And it's exactly. his job to keep it going with Manscaped. And you can let him have this, and it's a safe thing. He can literally go nuts down there. He can just do this <laughs> blindfold. They, like, like it's, it's risk-free, basically. I, I mean, it's, like, it's like being a risky skydiver. You're just down there and you're like, <laughs> mm, mm. you can't even cut yourself. It's amazing what they're doing. Manscaped Performance Package, package is the ultimate man hygiene bundle. It includes the new package in this weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, which is waterproof and uses 9,000 RPM motor powered 360 degree rotary dual blade system. Wow. You can put that kind of energy toward <laughs> at your, your balls. balls. It'd be totally safe. Uh, you will receive a replacement blade every three months to keep your weed whacking and lawn mowing time clean and enjoyable. The performance, and, you know, every guy likes electronics and every guy likes their, uh, their balls, the balls. And it's the best of both. <laughs> Give the gift of it's happiness, together. make everyone balls. happy. And then that way you have to, you won't have to be like picking shit out of your teeth and Ew, uh, anyways, get 20% off and free shipping with code V I A L L at manscaped.com. That's 20% off your free shipping at manscaped.com and use code V I A L L. What are you waiting for? Go whack your weeds. <laughs> How's it going? Hey, I'm Melinda, 34. How are you? Good, Melinda. How can I help? Hey, well, I just was, you know, calling in today to talk to you about threesomes and monogamy. Awesome. <laughs> if there is such a thing, do you think you can help me with that? I can try my best. Okay, great. Well, do you want a little backstory? That'd be great. Like how we get, how we got here. Okay. So I, my boyfriend and I have been together a short amount of time, but it's a pretty committed serious relationship and from the very beginning of our relationship he mentioned that having a threesome would be like a fantasy bucket list type thing for him and at first 
I was like, no, that's just not something I'm into. I did disclose that I am a bisexual, but that doesn't mean I was like, you know, I'm a monogamous type person. That doesn't mean I'm just down to do whatever just because of my sexual preference. Did he understand that? Oh, yeah, he did. And that's something about him that's been really consistent is just his understanding and patience. And he's like, well, you know. But his desire to have a threesome is Mm -hmm. specific to his own, you know, being a guy. And yeah, and the fact that you acknowledge to him that you are bisexual, he understood that that in no way increases the chances of a threesome any more mm-hmm. than if you weren't a bisexual, you know, would you want to have two guys in the bedroom that wouldn't fulfill this sexual fantasy of his? Absolutely. Okay, so he and, uh, and he definitely understood that, and it was something like it wasn't like an automatic like, um oh, you're bisexual, and that means this is a, in the bag, you know? Great. All right. So so at first I was like, I'm just not interested in really pursuing that. But as we continued to date and we continued to get to know each other, I, I guess I just started opening up to the idea of exploring it, just like I'll just think about it. Okay. And we'll do because he wasn't really badgering or saying I'll just – like bringing it up a lot or anything, but really, honestly, as I started following, falling in love with him and feeling open with him on every level and just able to communicate with every more than I've ever been able to communicate with somebody before, I felt more secure in our relationship than I felt in any other relationship I've been in before. And it just felt like something I wanted to kind of make his dreams come true, I guess you would say. And then we started this whole process of research and exploration of how this works because, you know, we want to protect our monogamy. We want to protect our relationship. That's our priority. But how do you interlace these two? How do you interlace this together? And the more I researched, the more I discovered it's not something I can do just to say, okay, I want to give this to you as like a gift, like, because it's just not that wouldn't be a healthy, I mean, I guess that is one, I guess you could do that, but when the you more say I read research, about it, I'm curious, where is this, where does one research? Oh, there's, there's just, it's so, there's so much to read about it. I mean, there's, well, that there's I don't doubt, but like, where are these coming from blogs or like experts on threesomes? Oh, well, actually I have several different options. There's blogs. Then there's definitely just researching like, you know, pornography, but also I have a few friends who are in the lifestyle, like as a, like a swinger type lifestyle. So research in that regard. And actually more recently, since um, we went to a swinger party, just as like observers, like you can like say we're here to observe. We're not really here to participate, which if you haven't done one of those, highly recommend it. Very (laughs) interesting. It's just, I will say the mo- the more I've we've entered into just this exploration of what this could be, the more you realize how close you are as a couple. The more communication, it's just like the ab- overabundance of communication uh, just becomes like you communicate on everything. Yeah, Every- right. and then so then um, then you end up witnessing a lot more together. I guess you would say. So but where the, are you at now? Question, What's your question? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess the question would be just sort of from a third party, not just 
you know, like I said, there's so much out there. You can read one thing, you can read one article on it that says it'll definitely destroy your relationship. Then you can read one article that says, no, there's just, it, there is, there can be just the physical aspect of it without like an emotional connection. So mine is like, my question is like from your opinion or experience or just from discussing, do you feel like there can be um, a threesome scenario inside of monogamy? Uh, and like preserve great, the relationship. Great question. Um, the reason why there's so many different opinions about it out there is because, and none of them are wrong, right? Mm -hmm. uh, because there are so many different preferences and what people decide for themselves, what monogamy means to them, what they value in a relationship, people's confidence levels in themselves, people's confidence levels with their partner, uh, the trust that is or isn't there in a relationship, all of those things play a role. Uh, is it mm -hmm. possible to be in a monogamous committed? I mean, monogamous depends again how you define it, but a committed relationship where you are monogamous unless you guys both mutual uh, mutually decide to you know do the threesome or open relate whatever. Because um, mm -hmm. I guess technically a monogamous relationship wouldn't be like an open relationship. You know, it's one of the two, but. We all get what you're saying. Okay. Is it is it possible? One hundred percent, it's possible. I say that with a lot of confidence. Um, my biggest thing, and from my experiences with people I know or my potentially own experiences, a lot of it comes down to, again, it's all about trust, right? Mm -hmm. Trusting yourself, trust in relationship, trust with your partner. Uh, I think it's really important to have both parties truly feel very sexually desired by their partner, right? Mm -hmm. uh, if this is really just about expanding the relationship that is already really healthy, the sex is great, it's just maybe another door you're opening or a cherry on top, then it's possible. If this is... Uh, I feel like my boyfriend or girlfriend's not as into me as they used to be and I'm trying to do whatever they want to make them satisfied and I'm trying to then that's a that's just a train wreck waiting to happen. But I think if if two people are just like so into each other, just so physically like their sex is great. They're just like I like they it's really just their sexual napalm it, you know not to quote john mm -hmm. john Mayer when he talks about justice simpson but like yeah certain people just do it for you right and when you find that person mm -hmm. that and you happen to be lucky enough to be in a relationship with them and you're just like i'm just god every time you're just like i never get sick of it it's so good and then that person mm -hmm. is someone you want to introduce a threesome with then it's possible because then when you are and then if you do that you'll find that you're still very connected you may find that mm -hmm. when you do it, that actually what happens is you're just kind of annoyed by the third party. And that, to yeah. be honest, is kind of fun. You're just like, mm -hmm. wow, I have this other person here, but all I really want to focus on is my partner. So then you're having this threesome. There's this third party there that's kind of the outsider already. And you two like have this kind of unspoken connection, this familiarity that you have, right? This other person is just kind of there and it can bring you a lot closer. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But it also can tear people apart. It just really depends on your motives. So I think if you're someone who really is confident in their relationship, confident with themselves, confident in their partner attraction to them and vice versa, 
And like you said, you are really communicating. You're on the same page. You're just in no way insecure about your partner's desire for you. Then I think it's possible. But if there's a hint of like insecurity that you have, I'm like, why are they asking for this threesome? Are they maybe into like, are they bored with me or things like that? If there's even a hint of that, I think that's a risk. And I think it just matters, you know, where you are. And it comes down to trust and communication. But I think how confident you are in your your partner's attraction to you is a, a really significant part in that equation. Yeah. Okay. That makes like perfect sense and kind of like goes in line with where we have kind of landed in the research is just, if you are going into it with any type of ulterior motive, like you want to sway the other person to, or even have like this, well, I did this act for you, you know, then you owe me this, then that's a red flag, but no, it's it's a team effort. It really is a team. Yeah. You're doing this together. And in that sense, Mm -hmm. it can be, really hot and, and in a, in a weird way, bring you closer to it. It can definitely make you feel closer. Cause you're okay, just like, great. you're just like, you know, like honestly, this, I could be with, it really can. Um, yeah. because that person you're having, like you're, you're already with your like sexual napalm. And this other person mm-hmm. is, you know, new, attractive, different, all those things, but it's still not, you know, yeah. If you look the same. Yeah. It's like you're obsessed with pizza, so you'll never get sick with yeah. sick of pizza. No matter what, it's oh, uh-huh. it's that your favorite pizza, and you know cereal's pretty good. And like, <laughs> yeah, I guess I also really like cereal, but it's never been to be better yeah. than pizza. But once in a while, not that you're sick of pizza, it'd be nice to have those lucky charms. I know pizza That's and cereal don't really go together, to but like, it. but like, but you still like cereal never come in the way of pizza for you or whatever it is, you know? So like, as long as you have the thing that you're most obsessed with sexually, Mm -hmm. then anything new is just kind of like a fun little like addition. And in Mm -hmm. a way you're almost going to feel like, all right, cereal, don't get too excited. You're not pizza. Like you're here. (laughs) Welcome to the party. Have fun. But like, let's not Mm -hmm. know your role. And then it it can be a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, that's a great analogy. That's a really good one. I could have been better. I like how you put. Yeah. Could have no, been I better. mean, I like where you went with that. That was good. <laughs> it can stay. Um, so I hope that was helpful. That was very helpful. Thank you so much. And, and you know what? I'll let Christy know how it goes. All right. Sounds good. Best <laughs> okay. of luck. Thanks. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. What's your name? My name is Kim. How old are you? Oh, how old am I? Sorry. Um, I'm 36 years old. Great. How can I help, Kim? Um, so I'm writing in about a friends with benefits situation, and I know what you think about friends with benefits, but um, I'm going to ask anyways. So um, I started dating this guy in January uh, before COVID. Um, friend of a friend hit it off really well. Um, dated all through COVID, got a little bit, um, I think, closer sooner rather than later because we were spending a lot of time in each other's houses, Um, but still participating in Zoom happy hours with friends. I met his um, dad. He met my brother. um, And then in May, he came over for dinner one night and decided he didn't want to be any together anymore um, for no real reason. So um, he had brought over all my things and we had had a few like check-ins about the relationship. He said things were going great. He wants a wife and kids. I want a husband and kids. 
things seemed to be going on the same page um, until that night when he decided he didn't want to be together anymore. Um, so he left. I didn't say anything. I tried to listen to your podcast and just said, okay, I'm sorry you feel that way. Let him go. Um, and then I called a week later to inform him that I didn't appreciate how he ended things, um, though I understood. I was just wanting him to know that the feedback was that that was a shitty way to end things. He could have talked to me sooner. Um, yeah. So then a month what goes was, by. What was okay. specifically shitty about it? Um, because we had just checked in like a week before and he said things were going great. And then when he was breaking up with me, he said that actually he's been in turmoil about things and he didn't really know how things were going, even though he acted as if things were going well. Um, and that he gets to points in relationships where he just gets scared of commitment, but he hadn't told me that. Um, and I just said that it felt selfish and he said, okay, maybe, but that's just how he does things. So a month after that, he reached out to me and wanted to start like the friends with benefits, hanging and banging situation. And I had felt like at that point, we spent enough time apart, like maybe I could engage in that um, because our sexual chemistry was great. We always had fun together. So I was like, okay, I'll come over for one night and that'll be it. Um, but then that turned into a weekly situation um, where we would have dinner together and it was great again. It felt like we were dating again, but we weren't. We were like very strictly friends with benefits. Um, so you went from dating a guy <laughs> that you were pursuing romantically and then ha and taking exception to how he handled it to then transitioning to a friends with benefits. You went like the opposite direction as, as they usually go? Opposite, yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, just to <laughs> clarify, continue. Yes. Good clarification. I have, I've not done this before. This is new. Um, and this is the first guy I've seriously dated since I've been divorced. Um, so then I moved to San Diego. Um, I've been here a month and I've been back to Denver once and we saw each other when I went back and he calls every couple weeks to check in and we talk for an hour on the phone. So it's like continuing friends with benefits, even though I don't live there anymore. And he said our benefits run out when one of us meets somebody else romantically. Wait, wait what, what are you talking about for an hour? Um, friends with benefits we, are like people who like just have sex. I know this it's a hang and bang. This is this is extending the hang and oh, bang. That's well, why well, I'm when confused. You're, when you're talking for an hour, it's not even banging. It's just hanging. I know it's just hanging. So now I don't, that's what I'm asked. That's why I feel like he even just texted me last night. Like we just talk about our jobs. We have a lot of similar values health wise. So we talk about our days, what we do, like, like we're friends. Um, he randomly texts me photos well, like a friend would. No. Well, what you are is a rent a girlfriend. Is that what I am? Yeah. Shoot. See, I don't want that. Okay. And I want a relationship. Um, yeah, well, it's not going to be with him, and he's actually said that to you. Yeah, and so what is he doing? Reason, whatever he wants, apparently, and you're letting him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ugh. That's what I was afraid you were going to okay. say. Yeah, but well, it doesn't feel great. <laughs> no, but like, in the, like I was going to, while you were talking, I was going to, like, before I just said what I said, I was to be like, well, what do you think? It's like you knew. I mean, that's kind of the point is you got to trust your gut, right? And sometimes the truth hurts, as we all know, and we we know that saying. But, like, especially going back to when you were like, when you said to him, I called him up and I told him I didn't appreciate how he handled it. I mean, listen, you have the right to feel that way. And it felt you were hurt and... 
you know, and I, I, I tweeted uh, one of my little quotes about like, just because you're hurt doesn't mean you're necessarily owed something. And I thought, you know, yeah. and, and a lot of people agreed with it. A lot of people didn't necessarily agree with it because mm-hmm. it's one of those funny things where it depends on the perspective of the person who's reading that. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's things in the news these days that made me think of that, you know, uh, recently, like actually, quite frankly, what made me think of it is Demi Lovato's breakup. Right. With mm-hmm. her her ex-fiance and lately he's just kind of like going on social and saying things like well I loved her and no one deserves to be treated this way and it's just like listen I'm sorry you're hurting guy but people have a right to move on right yeah people have a right to have their feelings change they the, the people have a right to those feelings to change overnight doesn't make them a bad person now that doesn't, again, exclude someone from communicating and being empathetic and, and talking through those things. But people have a right to move on. You don't own someone's feelings towards you, right? Now, yeah. again, there's like there's a broader argument like then like, well, what about fuck boys and blah, blah, blah. So it's like, yeah, I understand that can suck. But like we also owe it to ourselves. And here's a perfect situation where a while back here, this guy was at least honest with you eventually. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you got mad. You told him and then you chose to still let him do whatever the fuck he wants, which is not only have sex with you when he wants, but also call you and talk about his work and maybe things that are bothering him or his day and have you listen to him like a girlfriend would. Yeah. And as long as and and he is, he's being honest with you. Like, I don't He's not he's not a fuck boy. He's just like he's being selfish. Yeah. But you're letting him. He's he's totally being honest with you. You can't accuse him of lying. You know, he's just giving you the like uh, when I find someone I want to be in a relationship with, I'm going to end this. Mm-hmm. You know, Ugh. and with some part of you is subconsciously telling you, like, you'll 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 change his mind. You're going to show him how great you are. And eventually he'll realize what he's lost. And I mean, like, maybe. But like you, you have done enough to show him that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. He, the only way he's now going to realize it is losing you before he finds someone else. So you know, he's trying, showing him over and over how great, like what is, is there something you haven't showed him about yourself that is so great that you're saving? Like this will really get him, but I'm just softening him up right now. No, I even sent him a birthday present. <laughs> oh God, you're the worst. I'm the worst. <laughs> I need to end this. So then what do I, because I now feel like I have to take some onus of control, because um, I don't think he owes yeah, me anything. I like, appreciated you know, your tweet. You know, you're just like, you're what just do like I say? Hey, listen, you're just like, listen, uh, I just want to end this. It's fine. You've been very on, like, and that's the thing. You don't call him out for anything. This was on you. Recently. I know it's on me. I'm taking full responsibility for this. You've been honest with me. I appreciate it. But like, I just don't want to do this anymore. You know, I liked you. I still like you. Thank you for being honest with me about like the fact that you don't want this to be a relationship. But I'm not interested in being your friends with benefit or your rent to girlfriend. Like friends with benefits just have sex. Yeah. There's an emotional detachment there. We're, we're not just hookup buddies. I don't have time to talk to you about your shit like I'm saving that for someone else who has time for it and you don't want to and that's totally fine the key here is being chill as fuck the okay. key here is is not sounding like you're trying to say this to him to get a reaction 
It might mm-hmm. get a reaction. I don't know. But you're truly just being like, listen, I've I've changed my mind. I don't want this. I want something else. And what you're willing to give is not what I want. And so it's totally fine. Thank you for all the fun times that we had. I appreciate the conversations. Enjoy the gift. I just don't want to keep doing this anymore. That's so it. is that a phone call or a text? Eh, whatever you want. Okay. Who gives a shit about him? What do you want? Do what okay. you want. Don't worry about how he will react. I'm saying this because there's a part of you that's listening to me being like, yeah, okay, Nick, you're right. And your ego is just like, hey, Kim, fuck this guy. You're amazing. <laughs> and we're just going to mind fuck this guy into convincing him of how amazing we are. Like, that's what your ego is telling you right now. And like, whatever you want to do, fucking do it. And don't consider how he is going to react. Okay. And then when you say or do whatever it is you want to do, don't think about, well, oh, I wonder what he's thinking now. I, hope, I wonder if he's okay. Don't call up your friends and be like, he's upset, right? He's really thinking about me, right? He's bothered, right? Like, that doesn't no, do you No, I can't even good. tell my friends I'm still talking to him. It's embarrassing. <laughs> well, there you go. That's a great I, There's great only a few that know. <laughs> you should tell your ego that you, 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 ego, you've embarrassed me. Yes, ego. I know, and I really try to keep my ego out of it because you always say to do that, but it has held on tight to this one. I don't know why. It's he fine. He gives me you're, just you're enough human. attention. Yeah. yeah, you're human. But like the point is, do whatever the fuck you want as, okay. as, in terms of how you end this and don't consider his feelings. I don't want to be a run a girlfriend. God, no, I'm too old for that. I want an actual relationship. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fuck buddy would be a generous description of this situation <laughs> no yeah it's more than that okay i don't want to be a rent a girlfriend i'm going to text him and i don't care how he's he renting you as a girlfriend and you gave him a gift i know it's the worst i'm like a free rent a girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> i don't even cost money i even listen every time yeah. you say to not text people on their birthday because everyone always asks that should i text my ex on their birthday not only did i do that i sent him a birthday present i'm the worst yeah. i mean okay i'm going yeah. to not be a rent a girlfriend as long as you know as long as you know. I do know. I'm self-aware enough. I just have to change my behavior. That's okay. You're human. Yeah. We all, it's always, oh, it's always easy from this chair to cast judgment. <laughs> well, no, I appreciate your advice. And my friend Tila uses your essential oils and we listen to you every week. So thank you. <laughs> well, thank you very much. All right. Best all right. of luck. You're going to be great. Thanks. I'm going right. to text him. Okay. Bye. bye. <laughs> How's it going? Hi, uh, good. My name's Melissa. I'm 25. Hi, Melissa. How can I help? Um, so I need some boy advice. I kind of have like a love triangle kind of messy situation going on. Um, a little backstory about a year ago, I met this guy. We went on a few dates. Um, it's just sort of like turned into just a hookup thing um and I never like developed romantic feelings for him I don't think he did for me either we naturally went our separate ways um still friendly whatever uh flash forward to like now like a year or so later I matched with this guy on a dating app and different guy we were planning to meet up and then I different guy yeah different guy um and I stalked his social media, come to find out he is coworkers and friends with the guy that I used to hook up with. 
So I just stopped talking to him, like, out of respect for that guy, not wanting to, you know, be a homie hopper or however people call them. Never heard of that, Um, okay. But then, like, yeah. (laughs) But then coincidentally, like, three days later, my roommate, who didn't know me at the time that I was hooking up with the original guy, um, sends me a screenshot of him and is like, should I get drinks with this guy? We've been talking, like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, go for it. But just FYI, I used to kind of date him. So she goes back to him and is like, oh, this is my roommate, Melissa. You guys used to date. And he was just like, well, dating is a strong word. So like he didn't care. So I was like, okay, fair game. So I'll go out with the other guy. And then we all end up going on a double date. And so it went from you. I didn't feel weird. It went from like you being unsure if you should talk to him to now you're all on a double date. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Okay. And, and him and I like facilitated the double date and you I didn't and the feel weird up. because you and the old hookup. Guy. Yeah, me and okay. the old hookup facilitated okay. the double date. I didn't feel weird or awkward about it because I haven't seen this guy in like over a year. I never liked him enough to date him. Clearly, he didn't feel the same. So like no hard feelings. I was more interested in getting to know his friend. Um, and then after the day I texted him and was like, did you like my roommate? Did you have a good time? You know, trying to get some insight for her. Um, and he ignored all this text. And then I went on like a second and a third date with his friend. And on the third day, I didn't want to hook up with him because I don't know if I want to date him yet. And I don't want to have like the same situation I had with the original guy and their friends. So I didn't want to make things weird, but Apparently, I have no self-control because I hooked up with him on our third date. Um, and question, when did we you were, have yeah. any conversation with the new guy about the first guy? No, that is like kind of leading up to my question for you. Like, no, I don't know. Probably your first mistake. Okay. I didn't know if that was like scare him away or if that was too direct to uh, bring it up. Well, uh, the answer is I don't know if it would scare him away, but like as you, I mean you're you're dating in LA, and it's not just LA. I mean LA is not the only horny city out there, right? It's yeah, it's hookup, hookup <laughs> culture nationwide, right? And so, especially on dating apps, there's going to be some overlap. And so I think just more mature people just put it out there. Like you, you don't know what his answer is going to be, but like give it, like listen, hey, just you know, I don't know how well you know whoever whoever this the first guy is but like Mm -hmm. you know we briefly dated like if you have questions i'm happy to tell you about it but i just in the interest of like just being giving you a heads up like i still want to get to know you but i want you to you know i don't want i want you to hear it from me because right off the bat now you're just kind of laying this groundwork that you're very honest you're upfront, you're not afraid of awkward situations he has no reason not to trust you because early in the relationship before it was even a relationship you were just direct and honest you okay know? And that I, makes sense and yeah he might say uh you were all you were already willing to just cut him loose right so like what do you if you're willing mm-hmm. to say oh well i don't want to i don't know what phrase you termed homie hopper <laughs> homie hopper <laughs> uh why weren't why didn't you just you know do the, the mature thing and just say hey like you know your this new guy yeah, has hooked up with other people too. I didn't know if it was taboo too. to bring it up. Taboo um, what? Like, you, like listen. 
no offense to virgins out there or anything, but we all assume most people, especially in LA, aren't virgins. And if you are, great. But, you know, he's assuming you're not a virgin, right? And, like, there's some yeah. overlap. You know, the world's small. So, like, taboo, like, you know, it is what it is. He may... I just figured he must know already. Like, there's no way the other guy didn't tell him. Why... I mean, like, why? Why would you assume this is what you decided to do? And you're assuming that he yeah, would do something yeah, different, right. you know, like uh-huh. you're just like, well, this was my choice. He might be and I'm not trying to be hard on you. He but he might choose to have been as indirect and as immature as you decided to be. And it sounds like that's what happened. You both just decided to, like, ignore it. And now it yeah. leads to. So. So where are things at now? Um. So after we hooked up, I was still hanging out with him that day. And the original guy who ignored all my previous texts, I had two missed calls from him and text messages asking if I wanted to hang out. And I was with the other guy. So I kind of told him to see what his reaction would be. And he didn't have one at all. So what do you mean? I'm just All wondering. Right, so clar- clarify. You were like, new guy. You're out with new guy. And you're like, hey, mm-hmm. old guy is like asking me to hang out. But does he know that you, does he still not know you guys had sex? Yeah, I don't think so. He yeah, still doesn't was, know. Like, so you didn't know. say that you hooked up. You're just like, hey, new guy is hitting on me. What do you think? And yeah. He's like, uh, <laughs> and he, he was more like, eh, I don't care. Like, whatever. Hang out with him? Yeah, he just like had no reaction. So, uh, is it too late to what bring this up? What do you mean by no reaction? Now? Like he literally had a stone face. He didn't even look at me. Didn't give out a giggle. So I'm like, does he even know that I used to hook up with his friend? Probably not. Yeah, it might be awkward. I don't know. It sounds like there's a lot of immaturity and la- and uh, and a lot of non communication going on here, and you're just doing a mm-hmm. lot of guessing assuming everyone else is doing the work for you you know take care of your business stop worrying about how other things might handle their business it might overall uh, overall i think it might be too late but again you don't know the only option you have right now as far as relates to this current situation is come clean be mature be honest indirect own up to what you didn't do explain what you wish you would have done from the beginning acknowledge that mm-hmm. like I listen I'm not making excuses this is why I did it but like that's not who I am and I and, and I don't know if you uh, do you like this guy the new guy well I mean I'm still trying to figure that out but I'm wondering like do guys care if a girl has had sex with their friend in the past like would he even date me if he knew that I don't know I don't do you, do you know how good of a friend he is with this guy I know I mean they have multiple photos on their socials well that they work together that, that means everything <laughs> i have no idea listen I, I don't know either and i'm, I'm being sarcastic but mm-hmm. just be like communicate just say what's up right like okay. you're doing a lot of not communicating and making a lot of assumptions at the risk of i don't know i don't even know what your motivation is because you're not even saying Oh, I really like it. I'm afraid of losing him. You're just like, I'm still figuring it out. But meanwhile, while you're figuring out if you like him, you're representing yourself who as someone who's not good at communicating and keeps secrets mm-hmm. for no reason. Yeah, I either. don't want that. 
Like, you're you're not not even necessarily trying to hide it. You're not even giving me the impression. You're just like, well, is is it awkward to tell him? You don't know the answer. What if it does bother him and you do end up liking him, right? And now you've better to cut it off now. Now you've lied to him. Well, not only that, like, no, not cut it off. Just like, I, what I, yeah, you, your motivation for your decision making is quite interesting. Because I don't know what your motives are. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't even know if you like him yet. Well, I do know for me personally, I'm not in a position where I want to just, like, hook up with guys and that be it. Like, I want to. And maybe I gave him the wrong impression from sleeping with him on our third date. I mean, listen, it's a third date. Like, whatever. Just because you have sex with someone on a third date doesn't mean you don't want a monogamous relationship. Like, like it's not a mutual exclusive thing. The big thing here is... You need to get better at communicating in general and just, yeah, being Mm -hmm. direct. You know, there's no downside to being direct. Like everything you've done, you could have like everything you've done, you should have done the opposite. And like, (laughs) and you would be no less off. You know what I'm saying? Because all as of now, what you're telling me is I've been dating this guy. uh, We had sex. It was fine. And I'm still figuring out if I like him. Right. Mm -hmm. So. Like, okay, none of this, of the things that have happened have been like, you, co- you couldn't do without, right? Yeah. But you still don't know if you would like him. And if you do realize that you find out that you're like, I really like this guy. Now you're going to be like, oh, shit. He still doesn't know I hooked up with the other guy. It's not even a big deal, but I've essentially lied to him. I've lied to him by omission. I've, I haven't been up front. And what he's going to feel like if he likes you is he's going to feel misled. He's going to feel like an idiot going on a double date, knowing that you guys hooked up and no one told him. He's going to feel dumb. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. So your advice would have just to been from the very start, told him like, yeah. hey, I used to date and hook up with your friend. Like, does that bother you? Yeah. Not, don't even ask if that bothers you. Okay. Just be like, hey, just so you know, <laughs> like, this is the situation. I'm fine. I, I, I would like, but like also like, I don't know, you know, I just want to let you know, but like, if you still want to go out, I'm totally down to go out. And he might be like, eh, I don't know. seems weird. I'm good. Have a great life. Fine. Right. But now, you know, because mm-hmm. the, the yeah. fact that you hooked up with this other guy wasn't going to change. And if he is someone who's just like not into that, then he wasn't your guy anyways. You know, like, okay, you're right. Yeah. But like, what are you going to invest six months, this guy, and then eventually have him find out. And then like, it's something you fight for the next year before you break up. No, that's and you save awful. yourself the trouble. Be up front right away, mm-hmm. you know, and stop assuming okay. other people are going to handle your, your business. This is your business. This you know, like the yeah, fact that you I hooked up with this other guy. That is, scare him. That it, yeah. The fact that you hooked up with this other guy is a random coincidence, but you can't expect this other guy to tell him your business and your business is your business. It doesn't matter if it happened to include someone else who's in like in this circle. Yeah. You still want to tell okay. your version anyways. God only knows what he told him. You really want to, you want to trust this hookup is to like tell Absolutely your story. Not. You're totally right. No, <laughs> so like, I don't trust him at all. Deal with your stuff. Right. And mm-hmm. then let the new guy tell you how he feels. Give him an opportunity to tell you how he feels. Okay. Um, and then you might, okay, you know, then, then, then all of a sudden you have like open communication and honesty as a foundation of this relationship, as opposed to, 
guessing guessing and 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 you know and you're not trying to be a liar you're not trying to be dishonest but you are being one right now great (laughs) like it's fine but like it's listen it's just a a a lack of maturity on your part and i'm not saying you're an immature person but you're Mm -hmm. you're making some immature decisions that sounds like you are aware of and you can do better you're just in the future there's no reason to just be upfront and honest. People hook up with other people. It happens. And if other people, yeah. if he was, just, you know, he might show his immaturity by saying, you're asking, you're asking me a general question. Do guys matter? All the, like just, I don't know. Some, some or others. It all depends on how close you are. Maybe they're like mm-hmm. best fucking friends. Could be a little weird, right? Or maybe they're just kind of coworkers who like, it's just like, all right, well, it's not my favorite reality but like i like you so like we'll just it, it is what it is right if you're you know you tell mm-hmm. them like listen we hooked up a couple of times neither of us really connected we went our separate ways and i really want to get to know you like any mature guy if he is into you would just get over it any okay. insecure kind of might not not but you don't want to date an insecure guy who's going to constantly fucking bring this up to you your entire relationship no Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also don't want to just date a guy that only wants to hook up too. Like I want someone that wants the same thing. So I yeah, well, that's a whole s- that's a whole separate thing. And again, you're allowed to have yeah. sex on the third date and still tell someone I want to be in a monogamous relationship and I want a boyfriend and I don't want to just a hookup partner. Like you don't have to okay. become a nun to prove to someone you want a relationship. Okay. You know. That's good good advice. Thank it's you. It's just like setting expectations about other things you want in the relationship. Like sex is mm-hmm. part of a relationship. So have all the sex you want, but expect them to do other things. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah. You know, you will you will be I'll tell you this much when you're just direct with guys and you tell them what's up, you tell them like and don't apologize. This is what I did before you existed in my world. I'm just going to mm-hmm. be honest with you because you seem like someone who can handle it. You have nothing to apologize yeah. for and just say it with confidence and then see what he says. Good chance he'll be attracted to your honesty and and your confidence in yourself. Okay. Well, I guess I'll, I will have that conversation with him. Yeah. This might not go well now because of how you handled it, but in the future... Yeah. In the future. Start from the beginning. And who knows? I don't know this guy. It might not. But there's a good chance he might feel dumb. Mm-hmm. And also, if he, like, is in, if, if he is actually disinterested and he's like, I don't care. Fuck, you know, you can fuck whoever you want. We're just fucking. Then you also will get your answer on what he wants in a relationship right now. Mm-hmm. What if he's like, I already knew? Then okay. Well, I still wish I would have. I, I still wish. I still should have told you. Right. This is not about whether him knowing or not. Mm-hmm. This was about, about me. You not honest. deciding to be upfront and direct and letting someone else tell your business when it was your responsibility to tell someone your business. Okay. And then maybe it I sounds it. like you're at a point where it's like, listen, I'm not trying to rush things, but like, you, you know, you can have that kind of pre-qualifying defining the relationship. Does he have you had a conversation with a guy about what your expectations of what you're looking for? Like, no, that you, I don't even know when to bring those things up to guys. So I just yeah, you're you're not the best communicator. Um, just start saying <laughs> I what you it want. Was a pretty good one. No, what, yeah. what what about what you've said would describe <laughs> someone who's good at communicating? 
I mean, when is it too soon to bring up what you are looking for in a relationship? Like What you're looking for? Yeah. I don't know, the first date. You think, okay. I mean, like, have date. it be organic. Don't be one of those people, like, who meets on a dating app and is just like, just so you know, I'm just don't, I don't, don't start listening to things you don't want, but listen mm-hmm. to things you do want. Well, yeah, I mean, of course I'm looking to date someone. I am definitely not in a hookup stage in my life. It doesn't mean I don't hook up, but like I'm actively trying to meet someone who wants to date. So like if you're just like actively trying to hook up with someone, totally cool. Not for me. Like what's mm-hmm. wrong with that? Having that conversation at some point on a first date. And again, it's about the delivery. Saying what you want yeah. is much more attractive than saying what you don't want. Right. Right? You make it sound so simple and easy. So it kind of is. I'm gonna try it your way. It but also, like, be okay with someone giving you an answer you don't like. Oh, I'm not into that. Totally cool. The more chill you are, the more easy that sounds. The more attractive and confident you'll come across. Okay. All right. I'm gonna try um, it out. And then you just sound like a girl who knows what she wants, and people like people who know what they want. And it sounds like you do know what you want. You just have to get better at saying it. Because you yeah, present yourself as someone who's confused about what she wants, and you are not. You're just confused yeah. about how you should say it. Agreed. Yes. All right. But you make it pretty simple, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try it your way. It is simple. You're complicating it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm done complicating it. I'm gonna try. <laughs> You're not the only one. Listen, I'm being hard on you, but um, okay. Yeah, you got you. You can do this. It's just thank you. Say what you want. It's a lot, you know, and mm-hmm. there is not like, well, how soon, like if, if it's too soon for someone else, it doesn't mean you did it wrong. It means they're not your person. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Better to weed them out now too. Yeah. Just cause someone's not ready to hear what you're saying doesn't mean you shouldn't be ready to say it. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Very well said. All right. Well, best of luck. Start being direct. and There's nothing ever wrong with being direct and honest. Ever. You're, you're right. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. Well, take care. Thanks for calling. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Well, what a fun episode. I feel it like was. we learned a lot. I don't totally remember. I've been in the zone for the past... Uh, you were in a zone today. It was so good. Hour, hour and a half, but... Uh, Some good nuggets in there. We're not owed love. I know that. Yeah. That was a good one. But it's nice. It's really nice. Yeah. Reactions aren't necessarily how we feel. It's about the situation. Oh, that was good, too. That was allow yourself to have it all. It's a takeaway today. Well, that being said, hey, while you're at it, before you go, if you're listening to this, God, it would just mean <laughs> the fucking world to me if you guys would have voted for Vile Files for the People's Choice thing. It would. I mean, I'm not even pretend. It wouldn't just mean. Podcast You can vote every day. Tell your friends. Uh, I can't thank you enough for voting for this show and nominating us. And if we don't win, it's fine. I love you. But it would. Wow. I might cry if I win. Um, I'd so kind of like to go. see that, actually. <laughs> um, but I do appreciate it, guys. So thanks so much for doing that and taking the time. It is really easy to vote. I will say that if like if you, it was, it Super takes like easy. 12 seconds, just yeah. find my the link on my Instagram. It out. So and it's real. You literally just have to put in an email address and then slide and give us all 25 of those votes. Um, so thanks so much for listening, guys. Don't forget to send your question to ask castme.com cast with a K. And uh, Bachelor is back. So check us out. And we're on Tuesday. Check us out t- tomorrow for a recap of. 
Claire Tasha's episode, and then uh, we're back on Wednesday. It's a new schedule, new format, so we're nothing's really changed. We're still going to have Ask Nick, Bachelor Recaps, and then uh, our interviews. They're just kind of crammed in differently. Instead of releasing it Monday night, it'll be Tuesday night. So, And we got Daisy Fuentes and Richard Marks. Davy Fuentes and Richard Marks on Wednesday. I'm going to die. Ooh, I love Richard baby. Marks so much. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Well, thank you for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.